to One Tired Teacher, episode 140, Two Tips for Rockin' Back to School. So today, I'm just going to jump right into two tips that I hope will help you at the beginning of the year and I really want you to keep in mind. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so last week on episode 139, I talked about how to rock the first week of school. So hopefully you check that out. And maybe some of these tips will be the same and just a little bit more to the point. And there will also be lots of other things I talked about last week. So you're definitely going to want to check that episode out. So let's talk about two things that you need to do to make this a better back to school. Because Schools are opening back up. Teachers are preparing for the unknown once more. Just when you think you know, something changes. Whether you're going back masked, unmasked, six feet apart, three feet apart, or full on, no restrictions to virtual learning, the one thing that we know that we can count on is that the kids, they really need us and we need to protect our sanity. So those are the two things that we know. Those are not unknowns. Those are important. We know that kids need us. We know that kids are counting on us. And we also have to count on ourselves. We have to protect our sanity or we're going to lose it. And that is the reality of the situation. So here are two tips that I really hope will help you rock this school year. The first one is to teach procedures. Yes, actually teach them. Take your time to teach them. You want them to, you want to show kids how to function in your classroom. And no matter how your classroom looks, you want to mentally go through, and I like to actually stand in the middle of my room or in the middle of my space or behind my computer, however, whatever your space looks like. And I want you to think about what you need to happen to have the day run smoothly. Go through every single part of the day. Think about what will help it you succeed and the kids succeed. Think about how the kids come into the room, what they will do the first the first thing when they first get there. How are they going to ask questions? How are they going to use the bathroom? Get a pencil. What happens if they finish early? Are you going to bring them to the floor for a, a meeting, a, a morning meeting or a, or a read aloud? Will you have shared materials? Think all these things through so that you can really grasp the procedure you want to put in place for your classroom. And you're going to teach this explicitly. You're going to model how this looks. You're going to show them what it looks like. You're then going to give them a dramatic non-example. I love doing that. I think it's so fun because they know for sure that that looks ridiculous. And we can just kind of have a little bit of lighthearted time while we're going over procedures because procedures can be boring to go over unless you make it fun. So if you're using some different like Kagan structures to in order to make it more fun, then that will help a lot. And if you're using humor and you're using things like that, an exaggerated non-example goes a long way. Then you're going to show them again and then you're going to allow students to demonstrate. You might pick some students to demonstrate. Ones that you that you know were really paying attention that they they look like they really want to do it and maybe Maybe it's even a person that you have heard because you looked, 
even though you know you don't want to, you heard that they were going to be difficult. And now you're going to let them shine in their moment. And you're going to give them positive praise and positive attention so that they see themselves in a different light. They think that you see them as a leader, and then they will aspire to be a leader. It actually really works. You, you should try it. And then allow the whole class to practice the final, the, you know, finally. And then I think a really helpful way of getting kids to really understand procedures is then to allow them to reflect on it, whether they are turning and talking, maybe they're doing a round um, table where they're going around the table talking about what they just saw and learned and how they felt and where their body, how their body felt and what they were thinking when they were practicing the procedure. You're going to want to do this a lot. And yes, it takes time and that's okay. And, but it, it will really, it will practicing these procedures. It will save you endless hours this year and it will help you avoid massive behavior disruptions. It really does work. And if something doesn't work, then you adjust and you practice again and you don't give up until it looks just like you want it to. And even though it takes time to do this, it will actually save you tons of time in the long run. Don't get discouraged if you don't get to academics right away, because this stuff matters. Procedures, routines, they matter. And we have to take the time to do that so that our classroom runs the way we want it to. Again, we'll save so much time in the, in the long run. All right, number two, tip number two, protect your boundaries. Now, this may sound impossible or maybe even unnecessary, but teachers are constantly called upon to do more and more and more. And you are asked to teach the impossible. You are asked to work with limited resources or materials. You're asked to pick up parenting slack. You are asked to do all of this with a smile on your face while reaching for highly effective. Hear me. You cannot be your best self if you don't set some firm boundaries with your time. Choose one, maybe two days to stay a little later to catch up, but that's it. Leave on time and stop working. Give yourself at least one whole day on the weekend to enjoy life. Yes, take Saturday off or take Sunday off. I think you should take Saturday and Sunday off. But if you that stresses you out and you think I've got so much to do, at least take a whole day, a whole entire day. Your brain needs it. Your family needs it. You need it. I know it makes you feel better to be prepared for the week, but it is unhealthy to work all the time. It drains you. It breeds resentment. It robs you and your family of your precious time. And it will not make a difference because you'll never feel like you're caught up. I feel like it's an endless list of to do. It's, it never ends. So it, it's not, that doesn't matter. Give yourself the time you deserve and the time that your body needs. You can only give to others when you have taken care of yourself. Hold on to this because you will need a reminder. We all do. Now put a smile on your face and go kick some serious butt. I know that you're going to be incredible. So hopefully that gave you a little pick me up 
and gave you two quick tips to rock the year. Now, if you're back to school and you are needing some back to school resources or you need like a a packet done for you for the first week of school, it has team building activities, class building activities, it has decor, open house stuff. I have tons of back to school resources and, and actually I have an Olympics pack that has all of that too. I have a makerspace engineering back to school pack, all different kinds of themes. I'll link to that in the show notes. So hopefully you will find something that will help you rock this year. Have a good one. This one tired teacher is needing a nap already. (laughs) Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.